Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi folks, thank you for joining me today, and I hope your day is filled with the glory of God. It's going to be a great day because we know God is going to be in it. And I want you to pray with me today as we move forward. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, I come to you asking your intervention in Ukraine, asking God that you would bring this war to a close, that you'd protect these dear people, these dear children, these dear women, Lord, and the men that are fighting. God, protect them. Lord, get a hold of the people of Russia. Get a hold of their leaders, and and Lord, have them. I pray that they could seek you and they could realize what they're doing. God, I just want your help so much. I want so much for you to intervene. Lord, we don't know what's going on in this world. Right now, there's a lot going on. We have no idea. All we know is all of us could be in harm's danger, but we're going to trust in you to lead us. And Lord, more than anything else, that we'd be prepared to meet you. If that day comes, that we'll meet you and we'll know without a shadow of doubt we're going to enter the kingdom of heaven. And Lord, I just pray for those that are sick, those that are struggling. Lord, I think of Representative De Mornemont's uh, son, Nate, who's in the hospital, Lord, with this terrible head injury, Lord, in this, uh, this skiing accident. In the name of Jesus, Lord, be with Nate. Lord, I pray you would touch him and be with his family. God, overwhelm them with your presence. We love you. I give you thanks this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I know what it's like to have a child that's injured. I had a child that I lost, a car accident, uh, 30 years ago. And I'm telling you something, the pain is still there, and it's 30 years later. But when you have a child that has a major accident and it uh, has lost some extremities and waiting for them to come back, man, I can I can tell you the pain and hurt. And I just pray for this family, and I hope you do too. Representative D. Mormont, I've always say her name wrong, but it's just really a hard name to say. But uh, her name is Gay Ann, the mother, and she's just a fine woman. And Nate was one of our pages at the uh, legislature, and I pray that God just restores him. And that leads me into what I want to talk about today. And that's James. And right out of the bat, we're going to go through James the next three days because I just I love James and I go through it uh, quite a bit because there's quite a bit to say about James. Let's just start off uh, reading from the very first verse. James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes who dispersed abroad greetings. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials. Okay. There we are, right out of the chutes. Listen to what he says. Consider it all a joy, my brother, when you encounter various trials. It is hard to consider something a joy when you're going through trials. I know when my wife and I lost our son in that accident when he was five years old, I sure couldn't consider that a joy. I mean, I... I, I knew God was in control, even when he was laying on the ground, um, when I was over him and picking him up and taking him to the lawn, Lord, and realizing that he was gone, I mean, just knew in my spirit that he had, he had passed, uh, is that, and I looked to heaven and I said, Lord, you said all things work together for good for those who believe, and Lord, I said, really, Lord, really? I didn't understand at the moment. I couldn't understand it a bit. But the Bible tells us the rain will fall on the just and the unjust alike, where none of us are susceptible to having a perfect life and living forever. Oh, it was a tough time. It was a tough time, but I got to tell you something. God used it for his glory. Many, 
came to Christ. Our church multiplied in the next five years. It tripled, and people got baptized, and there was a movement of the Spirit of God. And my son had a great influence on people because even at five and a half, he loved God dearly. And he did some things that were remarkable, dealing with prayer. And and God showed him some things. And you know what? I know I'm going to see him again, and it's going to be a great day. But you know, it's hard to consider something a joy. That was life-changing for my wife, and I was our only child at the time. And we just kind of looked at each other and said, you know, well, I guess we move on. We were planning on having a, uh, trying to get pregnant here that same month that uh, he passed. And so, well, we end up, we end up getting pregnant uh, within a couple of months and we didn't tell anybody. We told, I think, one, one set of our friends that was really close to us. Uh, and uh, we didn't want to tell anybody because we didn't want anybody to feel sorry for us or have all kind of weird feelings. And then we were on a trip to Lake Louise. Somebody sent us there to help us with our grief. And on the way back, we had to stop in Sandpoint, and my wife had a miscarriage. And that almost was tougher than losing my son, in a sense, because it we kept that quiet, and it was so hard to deal with. And then... Then three months later, we were able to. We got pregnant again. This time we had Kaylee, but that was a that pregnancy was up in the air. We thought she was going to be Down syndrome, which is fine, but we then we thought she was going to be missing a heart cavity, according to the doctor. We thought all sorts of things, and she ended up being seven weeks early, three almost seven weeks early at three pounds two ounces, and and got down to two fourteen, and it took her a year to get up to over fifteen pounds. She graduated high school at 93 pounds, 4 foot 11. That's my lovely daughter. But I got to tell you this, she she was a genius. She she was uh, a scholar all through school. She got two degrees and a master's and, a, and, uh, and number one in her field, a graduation. Uh, you know, just and has a great job as a dietitian. God opened up doors for her. But you know what? Man, we kept going through all those things. Within a year, we went through major, major things. And we said, Lord, consider this a joy? Are you kidding me? Well, anyway, I'm going to read it again. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. The testing of your faith. This is a real test of faith. Lord, what's the deal here? We're trying to trust you, and this happens to us. But when you go through it, and when you live through it, you walk through it every day, it produces endurance. It produces a strength. And he says, let endurance have its perfect result, and you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Folks, that's exactly what we want to be. We want to be complete before God. We want to lack in nothing. My wife and I had to make a mental decision that we are not going to let this destroy our lives, destroy our family, which is her and I, but we were going to trust in God and move forward because we had a choice to move forward or to be depressed the rest of our lives. We chose to move forward. God anointed it. God blessed it, and we know we'll see our boy again. We know he's in the hands of God. He even knew how tall God was. Remember the story I told you before when he was three years old? He laid in bed and woke me up at midnight and says, Daddy, how tall is Jesus? And Luke, I said, I don't know. Go back to sleep. You ask him. He said, okay, Daddy. He went back to sleep. I went back to sleep. I don't know how much later. He uh, 
he, he says, Daddy. I says, what, Luke? Jesus told me how tall he was. Well, I was very interested in that story. And so I said, what did he say? Luke said, Daddy, Jesus said, I'm about six foot, Luke. I'm about six foot. I thought, really? And I thought back then that it couldn't have been maybe that tall and this and that. And uh, But he was confident. He went right to sleep. I really think he heard from Jesus. I really do. I was just w- watching a guy's testimony that God took him to heaven. And I was on, it's, it's on, I can't remember where it's at on YouTube, but God took him to heaven and he describes, he describes Jesus. He saw Jesus, described him. He, he said he was about 5'11". And I thought, I can believe that. I certainly can believe that. And we don't know. But and then my son, 10 days before he passed away, he got out of the car and said to my brother and I, just profoundly, I'm going to go be with Jesus. And my brother Dan looks at me like quizzically and says, what do you mean, Luke? He said, I'm going to be with Jesus. And it's like he knew that, too. It was a crazy time. But it was a time of stretching our faith. Well, he says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives to all men generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Ask for wisdom, and it will be given. You and I need to ask for wisdom, and he will give generously without reproach to us. He certainly did to Solomon. How about you and I asking for wisdom? I pray that prayer at the legislature a lot that God gives our our leaders wisdom. I really, I got to tell you, uh, this is my 16th year as the chaplain of the House of Representatives in Idaho, and I really love the people there. I love both the Democrats and Republicans. I love them as individuals. They all think a little bit different. They are a little bit different. Some of their faith is really strong. Some of the faith maybe might not be so strong. Some may not have faith, but God wants me to love them, minister to them, and share him with them. And and he allows me to do that. I'm so honored to do that. He says this, Ask in faith without doubting. For one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not man expect he will receive anything from God. Well, you know what? We ask in faith this morning. And, and I did this last week, so it's not live today. But this morning in our legislature, I prayed for Nate. And the, the guy I was telling you about that was in the accident said, Lord, you, I've watched you heal many. I've been through a number of healings in my lifetime. And I know you are capable of, of helping his legs to come back, his strength to come back, and to make it. They're saying it'll be a 6 to 12-month recovery. Well, whatever it is. We want God to intervene, and we want to have faith. And I told the representatives today, I said, guys and girls, I said, representatives, I hope that you, too, will continue to pray for Nate so the power of God can work. Every Thursday morning, I'm privileged to meet with 8 to 12 people. I have for 14 or 15 years. We meet on Thursday morning from 8 to 9, and we have an hour of prayer. I call it the hour of power. It's stealing that from old Schuler, but it's an hour of power. I said, I told him, I told him, when I uh, last time I prayed with him, I said, "This 
is strength. Us coming together is a power of God. I believe one of the reasons we were able to pay off our church, we owed $470,000 on our church uh, up until last year, is that our, our group would pray constantly that God would provide that we could pay off that church. And you know what? He miraculously did last year. Praise God. God is in the healing business. He wants us to call upon Him, believe in Him, and trust in Him. Do you trust Him today with all your heart? I hope so. And plus, I hope you have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.